Good evening and welcome to Failing Up. This is Tim Marr. Thank you, Jungle Jim. What a beautiful, beautiful composition he's playing on this lovely summer evening as we're right in the middle of the dog days of the summer. I'm recording this podcast for all of you on uh, the weekend uh, where the Olympics just kicked off. Olympic weekend. It's still surrealistic Olympics. We're participating in Tokyo without audiences due to the COVID situation over there. But it's Olympic weekend kicking off around the world. An exciting time here in uh, July, July 24th. I'm actually uploading this from the basement located along the shores of the Seneca River that leads out to the Oswego River that leads all the way up to the mighty Great Lake of Ontario flowing up to the St. Lawrence Seaway and out into the Atlantic Ocean. Or if you make a left, you're going to head right over into Toronto or Buffalo. You know, the Great Lakes are really just a series of rivers flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing right into the ocean. And Ontario is the last in that procession and that progress and also the uh, smallest of the Great Lakes, but still a mini ocean. I was just up there uh, last week in Ontario and just impressed by the beauty and the the magnitude of, of that great Great Lake, Lake Ontario. Beautiful, beautiful up there and beautiful people up there in, in Oswego County. That's where it is. And we're, you know, I just watched some Olympic events, uh, gymnastics and the famous beach volleyball and also um, some three-on-three basketball, which is interesting to see. I never saw that before. And this is the first Olympics. And later, we're going to have skateboarding debuting in the Olympics, which will be exciting. So, uh Great to see uh, participation happening all around there as we're into the dog days of the summer and everybody's out there camping and traveling now and uh, hopefully um, enjoying the summer as the country's opened up a little bit and doing some of the things that we weren't able to do uh, last year. Again, thanks, Jungle Jim. Oh, what a what a talented fellow he is to to get that music in and you know summer is such a Americana time. You know, summertime, lemonade, apple pie. Uh, swings and lakes and you know fire hydrants uh, squirt you know shooting out water into the streets of New York City and other cities and uh, fairs and field days and baseball games you know triple-a baseball here and uh, you know people riding bicycles there's a big you know fairs and festivals and summer is all of those things and one thing I was thinking of as one of the listeners requested, wanted a little improv scene, and they recommended that I do this program on a word and an object or a word and decided that, you know, seeing we talk about improv and I talk about improv a lot, it would be interesting to to do that and have uh, someone make a suggestion and I'll do a, a program around that suggestion. Let me take a sip of Diet Coke. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, just soothes, soothes that throat. Hello. Whoa, everything's falling apart here. Little Diet Coke. Anyway, um, so the, the object or the word that was given to me was porch. The uh, the porch. And I thought summertime, what, what a better time to talk about the great porch. You know, uh, porch is such an American, uh, the porch is such an American uh, structure. And so... Uh, vital throughout our course of history and it's, it's something that I think everyone really appreciates. You know, I know growing up that my grandparents who lived in the city of Syracuse had a great front porch and in the summertime in the spring and late summer and going into the fall it was a screened-in porch and you would just go out there and sit on that porch 
and my grandfather had a wicker chair and they had a rocking like uh, couch that went back and forth and people went out there and you talked and you just watched the world go by. You watched the buses go up and down the street, you watched kids walk up and down the street, you watched people go around and everybody talked at the porch. You know, people would talk from the porch and they would stop and talk as you sat on the porch and you would talk to them and you know, drinks would be brought out on the, on the porch and literally you'd get out on that porch at in the afternoon and you'd be there all day and sometimes even into the night talking and talking to people, talking to people, sharing memories on the porch, but also looking out almost as if you were looking out at a show as the world, your world and your community literally revolved around that porch and you could look to the left and there were neighbors on their porch and you would talk to them on their porch and you would look to the right and there were neighbors on their porch and you would talk to them on their porch and it was really this uh gathering place the american porch and that was the for my first experience with the porch and then i started um realizing as i traveled around a little bit that there were all kinds of porches you know you could go out into to real rural areas, you know, and in country houses have these porches. And again, you know, farmhouses way out in the middle of nowhere. And there it is, there's the porch. And there's the porch with the swing on it. And there's the porch with the chairs. And this is the place where people go to read or people go to talk or, or the end of a date, you know, but the porch. It's where you go and, and you have a conversation and the world is harmlessly spinning around you normally. The world is harmlessly spinning around you and for the most part it feels like a safe place it feels like a neutral space the porch uh, a combination of nature and the comforts of a home and a good friend or a family member or sometimes just yourself you know I used to like being on the porch and listening to the radio but the porch is really an extension of Americana you know Americana and the porch and, re and regardless of where you're from we have the the rural porches overlooking fields and roads and where uh, you know Sunday afternoons are spent. We have the porches right in the middle of the city where, where neighbors are on those porches talking to each other and watching kids and in the street and at times sometimes it can even be dangerous a porch I would think but it's where it's where the community can engage and, and not only see what's happening but also share what's going on in their lives and and a porch you know, a porch in America takes on many forms. We're calling it a porch, you know, and usually it's a front porch. And a front porch is, you know, you go out of the house and there it is. And it can be in all shapes and sizes and it can be screened in or not screened in. Or, um, But it's a place where people like to gather and look around and, and see things and have that community. But also the porch takes on, takes on, as I said, many different shapes and sizes and forms. You know, if you go down into New York City, the porch becomes a stoop you know you know i remember uh way back in the early 80s when my sister lived in brooklyn and i would go visit her you know and you would sit on the stoop at night six o'clock at night everybody was sitting on the stoops and they were talking away and walking away and walking by and again the stoop was the version of the front porch people sitting on their stoops and sharing what was going on in the, in, during the course of a day and uh you know, uh, just a community type of sharing and checking in. Are things okay? Did you hear about? Kind of like the town crier and validating some of the news of the day, too. And after crises, after um, major crises, it's the porch and the stoops and where neighbors come together 
to reassure each other that they're still there and that everything's okay. And the significance of that porch takes on much more. You know, it's the porch where, where uh, we can be and it's our, it's our kind of comfort. It's kind of our blanket. And as sprawl occurred and suburbia occurred, the porch became the deck. And a lot of places ended up having decks. You know, I know uh, my parents and their house had a back porch. It was kind of a back porch semi-deck. Um, but it was a big, you know, and it was the same thing. The back porch on my parents' house was, was small. Uh, and it wasn't fully enclosed. It was, you know, open, just had an overhang roof. And But, you know, again, we would sit back there on the back porch and we'd look out through their backyard and you would look out into the hills of Onondaga and way over and see the radio towers uh, in the hills of Pompeii and sit there late at night, you know, and talking to friends and listening to the radio. And uh, during the daytime, you know, my father would be back there after cutting the grass, sitting there. But it was a place of... You know, it was kind of this casual, safe place. And it was where, you know, where are you hanging out? Well, I'm out on the porch. Out on the back porch, I'm saying. I'm going to hang out on the back porch. Mm-mm. God, I like that Diet Coke. <clears throat> so I'm out on the back porch, hanging out on the back porch. And and, um, and then the porch became wraparound decks or decks and, and bigger decks. And, um, you know, if you go into most... Uh, upper scale or sur suburban neighborhoods, I don't know if you still call them that, you're going to see houses with back decks. And that is a, um, a mutation, a growth of the porch and the comfort of those those porches. And um, again, where families gather and where you can see the world go by. And there are front porches and back porches. And I know my aunt had a camp up on Sandy Pond and we would sit on the porch at night. Uh, they call it the, the front porch because it faced the lake, and uh, Sandy Pond was actually a lake. They called it a pond because it uh, was adjacent to Lake Ontario, and went into Lake Ontario, but it was actually a lake. And um, there we'd sit on the porch and listen to the boats and listen to the crickets and the fish jump. And again, um, there you were, outside but yet inside, you know, safe but outside and inside. And, and so the American, and a lot of things have happened on our porches. And I think if you were to pool all of us, we would all have memories, memories from the porch, you know, memories of my grandfather in his wicker rocking chair on the porch, talking out to neighbors and kids and, uh, you know, laughing and telling stories and reading the paper as the French doors to the living room were open and they just gathered and walked out onto that enclosed porch or, you know, the back porch at my parents' house with uh, friends up and late at night, you know, drinking a few beers and, and, you know, pondering our futures and what's going on or, or the latest broken hearts. But there we were out there in the middle of the night sitting on that porch and everything seemed okay on that porch because the world kind of stopped. When you went on the porch, the world kind of stopped. You know, the stress of the world stopped and it, everything just took a, a break. You know, when you're on the porch, the porch, the stoop, the deck, it's a big time out. You know, it's a huge timeout. The world comes to a stop. So all the stuff that occurred during the day or all the things that are going to occur tomorrow are just kind of around you. When you're on that porch, it's a very safe place. It's a place of, of the moment. And that's why it's such a safe place, because the porch is a place of the present. It's a place of the moment. And those that you're sharing that moment with, and sometimes it's just you out there. 
you know, contemplating and meditating, but it's, it's, it's the moment. You know, all the events of the day or the night or all the events that are going to occur, they're not there. There's just that peace on the porch. And if you're sharing that moment, chances are the people that you're sitting with are individuals who are closest to you and uh, individuals that you're able to just kind of shed that away and relax. And I'm wondering if, if we've lost a lot of that magic of the porch. Because maybe the internet has become our new modern porch. I don't know, but I still love just uh, going out on the porch slash deck, sitting in a chair, and just having the whole world wash away for that. For those, you know, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's a half hour, but uh, it's still that place. You know, it was a place for me with memories of friends, great friends uh, on the porch, and great relatives on the porch. Um, uh, you know, I, I was stood on my parents' porch where I made some life-changing decisions where I decided to go back to, to school when I was older. I decided that I had to, had to pursue my degree or I was, or I was going to just be sitting on that porch for the rest of my life. And so there are, there are a lot of, you know, great moments on the American porch, you know, overlooking an ocean, overlooking a cornfield or a, a, a desolate road or abutting next to each other on a city block. Uh, that porch brings back that sense of community. You know, a community that is um, united in many ways, just geographically, but a community that, that gives us some type of comfort knowing that in this little chunk of the world, you know, there are some folks there and we share a lot, you know. We share simple things like is the sideway plowed or is your electricity on? Things along those lines. And that all is part of the comfort of that simple American porch. You know, sitting on a rocking chair. I love rocking chairs. I think I love rocking chairs because my grandfather was always in his wicker rocking chair out on the porch. I just love rocking chairs because of that. I love center, summer evenings because of that, sitting on the porch, you know, and, and hearing the, the crickets or um, the seeing fireflies or the bullfrogs or... You know, if I was in my grandparents in the city, hearing a faint siren, you know, the sirens are the noises of the city at night, because there's, there's always a noise in the city, you know, and, um, and hearing that, hearing those, those late night sounds of the city, because the city really is always breathing, breathing and breathing and making noise and letting you know that the city is alive. And same in rural areas, that letting you know that the world is alive, you know, sitting on that porch and reflecting on the days activities and you know it's on the porch where uh, poets and prophets and politicians of all walks of life become experts in those areas and those conversations take on you know meaning and those conversations are uh, passionate um, and those conversations are heard and listened to and those conversations um, end without any long-lasting ill feelings. It's a long night of, 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 of sharing. And, um, you know, I can just picture myself, you know, 10 years old, 1969, on that porch on Helen Street in Syracuse, New York, you know, with a school bus, not a school bus, a city bus whizzing down the street, you know, and a fire truck going up and honking the horn, blowing the siren to say hi to my grandfather. and. You know, their porch was up on a hill, so looking down as some kids walked by or the neighbor's boyfriend was picking her up. And um, just a great, 
great place. But it, it, it is very, I believe, you know, I, I think in other countries they have, you know, balconies and they have um, other places. But the stoop and the porch, I really think, is uh, something that is uh, really connected to this country. And it's interesting because um, when you look at the, the 50s and the 60s, when a lot of the suburbs popped up, you know, the suburbs popped up from individuals, you know, max, mass exodus from the city and getting out into the, the suburbs where all these houses were created. And, you know, they were kind of boxes in some ways, but none of them had porches. They were houses without porches. And they were boxes without porches. And neighbors cut the grass. It all looked the same. It was a Pleasant Valley Sunday that we talked about. And uh, as time has gone on, and you got more into uh, the 70s, the mid-70s, and the, you know, uh, people started building decks and having decks and back porches. And in the 80s, most houses, you know, a lot of houses would have decks. And the porches came back. And as people started moving back into the urban environments, that's what they were doing. They were moving into these big, old you know, uh, two-family homes with beautiful, beautiful porches where they, where they could hang out and um, watch the world go by. You know, watch, watch the uh, internet. You know, I remember one time going up to Huntington. Uh, I think it was from Quebec, Huntington, with a friend of mine visiting his family up there, and we spent a whole Sunday in their house. You know, a whole day. You know, we were there a whole day. We stayed overnight, just sitting on the porch. They had this great porch and just watching cars go by. Uh, drinking Canadian beer, just laughing and eating and joking. And to me, that is just such a great way, you know, not searching for fun and just to hang out like that. Um, and maybe it's something that we need to, to get a little bit more back into, you know, finding ourselves a nice, decent porch, you know, and a, and a really good rocking chair in a nice summer evening or a crisp fall evening, you know, sitting on that stoop, listening to the sounds of the city, you know, talking to a neighbor, making sure everything's okay in the neighborhood, and um, maybe having a whatever you have, whatever whatever your drink of choices, you know, in, in the evening hours, and listening to some music, or or asking the local, you know, kids what's going on, or are they okay? You know, watching that fire hydrant squirt out into the road, and all those things that that, that make um, community so great and so uh, important. It's such a, a gift for all of us. And, you know, so as I was talk, thinking about this topic, the porch, that all these memories that I'm rambling about just came flowing back, you know, flowing back. I used to have this friend of mine, you know, we used to leave a, a blanket out in the back porch because he was sometimes in the middle of summer, he would show up and say, you know, if he couldn't get back into his parents' house, he would sleep on our back porch. And uh, my sisters would leave a blanket and uh, on the lounge chair back there. And lo and behold, wake up in the morning. But I just think of the history on my parents' back porch. And my grandparents' back porch as childhood was filled with fond memories of, of warmth and love and molasses cookies and lemonade and conversations and hearing stories from older people and all of those things and people walking by. And as I started to get into adolescence and in my 20s, our porch was filled with memories as well, you know. Uh, love and loss and fear and and what is the future going to bring and just you know two friends hanging out there and saying everything's going to be okay or uh, you know as two friends will say when they're when they're talking ah they, they, you know we can do better than that <laughs> or you say when you're done I can do better than her ah you know I'll do better than that but all the stories on the porch and just a great great porch uh, and I think you know when I think about it. I think it's our stage. I think the porch is this American stage where where we act out and reflect upon 
the play of the day. So I hear Jungle Jim kicking it in. That's my little improvisation on the porch, what the porch means to me, the memories that the American porch has stirred up in my mind. I hope you're having a great uh, end of July weekend as we roll out of July and take a look at August here in the middle of the dog days of summer. Don't, don't, don't say summer's almost over. There's a lot of summer left for everybody. And uh, the Olympics are gonna be going, I believe for another 15 days. So that's exciting that the world's coming back together and competing. And I, you know, I love the Olympics. I love, I love watching uh, the, the events you don't normally see uh, every day in sports. The, the, I love the passion of the athletes and, uh, and the camaraderie and the, the, the sports win and ownership, I guess you would say. But I hear you, Jungle Jim, and we're heading out here. This is Tim Marr. This is failing up. I look forward to hearing from you again soon, getting another little topic to improvisational about, and have a great, great week.